Welcome to Kids Storycast. My name is Ruth Campbell, and each week I will read to you a story from my new books, Thomas Stories 1, 2, and 3. Today I'm going to read Halloween Horrors. So here we go Thomas and the Halloween Horrors. Thomas and Isabella had a great day at school. All the children were wearing costumes. It was Halloween dress-up day. The class was full of skeletons and witches and wizards and murderers and werewolves and ghosts and dead people with blood on their clothes. No spelling, no writing, no maths. Not today. Thomas was wearing his skeleton suit and Isabella was a cool zombie. Miss O'Brien showed them games, the games she played when she was young. In one game, you had to hold your hands behind your back and try to take a bite out of an apple that was floating in a basin of water. Sounds easy, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was great fun. Everyone got wet and tried to cheat. Except Anne-Marie. She wouldn't even try. Silly game, she said huffily. Why would anyone do that when they can just like pick an apple up and take a bite? Even if they wanted a bite of a silly old apple, she flicked back her hair, which I like, don't. The only one to get a bite from the apple was Henrik. Everyone called him Hungry Henrik. He was always hungry. Even straight after his lunch. He was the tallest boy in the class and the fastest runner. He was from Poland. Henrik could ski down mountains in the snow. Thomas thought that was interesting. And his name. Henrik Marek Stokurski. Thomas thought that was a much cooler name than Thomas James Levens. Thomas Levens sounded very ordinary. Henrik Stokurski sounded like someone who scored for Arsenal or maybe even Liverpool. Miss O'Brien showed them another funny apple game. This time, with your hands behind your back, you had to take a bite of an apple, hanging from a string. Nobody got a bite, except, yeah, you guessed it. Hungry Henrik, he got it again. Anne-Marie cried when her turn came. She asked the teacher if she could sing a song instead, or show her new dance steps. It's a silly game and I won't do it. I'm not like going to stand there with my mouth open looking stupid, she said, and she stamped her foot. She never saw herself singing then, whispered Isabella to Thomas, and they giggled. Miss O'Brien told them ghost stories today. Great old ghost stories that were creepy, but not too scary. School was over at one o'clock. Thomas and Isabella loved Halloween. They had had a great day and that night Thomas did not want to go to bed. So he argued. Oh ma'am, please, please can I stay up for a while? Just a little while? He pleaded. Thomas was really tired. His face was pale and he was rubbing his eyes and yawning. I'll be very good and I'll make a cup of tea for Charlie and let her have some of my sweets, even my jelly monsters. Charlie came to mind him when his parents went out and Thomas loved her. Please, ma'am. He tilted his head to one side. 
No, sweetheart, I want you in bed and nicely settled before Charlie gets here. She rubbed his head softly. No more nagging. You know it never works. But, but Charlie will be here. I love Charlie. She's such fun. He tried again. Just for a little while. Tinchy-winchy, itsy-bitsy. He showed his mam a tiny space between his finger and his thumb. Teeny-weeny little while. No, Thomas, she said firmly. Charlie loves minding you. But it is Halloween night. Remember what happened last year? Thomas squinted his eyes and looked up at the ceiling as if he was trying to remember. Eh, no, no, not, not really. Oh, yes, you do. You hid in the clothes dryer and poor Charlie couldn't find you. Your dad and I had to leave the party and come home. She wagged her finger. So, bed, young man. Yeah, but, yeah, but we were playing hide and seek. And last year I was only six. I can't fit in the clothes dryer now, explained Thomas. His ma'am shook her head and said slowly, Nobody. But nobody hides in a clothes dryer, Thomas. It is dangerous. Yeah, well, I know that now. How was I supposed to know the door wouldn't open from the inside? He put his hands on his hips and nodded and said wisely, Someone should tell kids that those doors don't open from the inside. There should be a warning or something saying, Danger, these doors don't open, don't hide in here. See, it's not my fault and I was only six at the time, remember? And the year before that? Remember that? What did you do? Oh yes, what a night. You sneaked out the back door when you were supposed to be in bed. You lay on the front step. Yeah, but... Thomas tried to interrupt. You screamed like you were falling out a window. Yeah, but... Thomas tried again. And when Charlie opened the door, there you were on the doorstep, covered in blood. Ah, now, ma'am, it was only tomato ketchup and... Thomas was giggling now. Not funny, Thomas. You frightened the life out of poor Charlie. She screamed her head off and Mrs Lister from across the road rang my mobile. His ma'am went on. Mrs. Listener, you mean, he said under his breath. And again, we had to leave the party and come home. So, bed for you, my little Halloween horror. Thomas tried to explain, holding his hands up, palms up. Yeah, ma'am, that's what you're supposed to do on Halloween. You know, scary things. That's why you're going to bed now, my boy, his ma'am said. We won't even mention the time. You dressed bodyguard in a witch's hat and cloak and hung him over the stairs. Poor Charlie, that really scared her. <sighs> she still likes me, Thomas muttered. Yes, she does, said his mother kindly, even though you once told her there was a rat under the fridge and she spent an hour crouched on the table until I came home. But that wasn't Halloween, ma'am, that was just an ordinary Sunday. Thomas sighed he knew when he was beaten. Off you go, said his ma'am. And, she smiled, you are a tired little boy. So, bed, sleep. Your dad will be home soon and we have to get ready for our party. She kissed his cheek. No Halloween horrors tonight, please. Hurry now. Okay then, I'll go, all alone, on my own, to my room, by myself and talk to bodyguard and he trudged 
slowly up the stairs. But Thomas never stayed grumpy for long. As soon as he reached the door of his bedroom, he had forgotten all about being sad. Hey, bodyguard, he called to his huge teddy bear, who was sitting waiting on his pillow. Boy, I had such a brilliant day. He told bodyguard all about the games the kids played at school instead of doing lessons, the costumes they wore instead of wearing their uniforms. He told bodyguard all about the stories Miss O'Brien had read and about the sweets and nuts she gave as prizes. He started to tell bodyguard all about the after-school party at Isabella's house, but as soon as he got into bed, his eyelids felt so heavy and they started to close. In two minutes, Thomas was fast asleep. Thomas had a terrible dream. A skeleton was shoving Charlie into the washing machine and she was wearing his manu strip and the skeleton turned on the washing machine and he could see her screaming but he couldn't hear her voice but Charlie was going round and round and her mouth was opening and closing as she screamed louder and Thomas sat up in fright. He half jumped, half stumbled out of bed and ran out of his bedroom. The big ticking clock on the landing sounded very loud in the silent house. Shh, he whispered sleepily to the old clock. Got to get to the tillity room and fast. He tiptoed silently but quickly down the stairs and across the kitchen. He flung open the utility room door. The washing machine was rumbling away normally. It was full of bubbles and... He couldn't see clearly what was in it. He stared. No. He was pretty sure he saw a hand going round and round in the bubbles. Charlie! He screamed loudly. Charlie! He frantically pushed all the buttons on the washing machine, but it didn't stop. He tried to open the door. He pulled hard. It wouldn't open. Stupid machine! He hissed and he kicked it. The dryer won't open from the inside. The washer won't open from the outside. What kind of dumb people make these things? Charlie, he screamed. Don't worry, I'll save you. He climbed onto the top of the machine and switched it off at the socket on the wall. Thomas, what are you doing? said a voice right behind him. Thomas got such a fright. Ah, he screamed and fell backwards off the now quiet washing machine. It was Charlie's voice. I'm trying to save you, he screamed, very confused. I'm trying to get you out. I can't open it. Charlie caught him just before he hit the floor. Ah, he screamed even louder when he saw her white face, her black eyes, her and the red dripping blood round her mouth. Ah, rat's feet, you're dead already. I'm too late. She caught him in a big bear hug. Thomas wriggled. Let me go. Let me go. How? Why are you laughing? Being dead can't be all that much fun. Out of the way. He tried to run. Let me go. I'm going to get the priest, the police, some garlic and, and a mechanic. He aimed for the door. Don't try and stop me. Thomas, wait. It's me, Charlie. I'm not dead. Look at me. I have face paint on, that's all, from school party today. I was in the bathroom trying to wash it off when I heard you screaming my name. She put her arm round him. Thomas, why are you out of bed, turning off the wash? She took his hand and led him to the kitchen. I, uh, thought, uh, you were in the washing machine wearing my manu top. Thomas stared at Charlie with eyes wide open. 
and he whispered, I saw a hand in there, going round and round. There is a hand in there, Charlie. I saw it. Charlie put on a scary face and a spooky voice, and she said, Thomas, there are two hands in there. <laughs> she cackled. And then in a normal voice, she said, Your skeleton costume, it's in the wash, she explained. That's all, Thomas. <laughs> I thought it was you, he giggled. Come on, glass of milk, said Charlie kindly, then bed. Oh, and Thomas, no more Halloween horrors, if you please. Thomas stared at Charlie. Did you hear what you said? Did you, Charlie? He gasped. No more Halloween horrors, you said to me. I'm not the one with the freaky face, going round in the dark like a vampire, scaring the life out of a little boy in his pyjamas. Wouldn't you think you'd have more sense at your age? He made a tut-tutting sound and he laughed. Charlie was laughing too as she led him up the stairs. Come on, sleepyhead, I'll bring you back to bed. I was dreaming that a skeleton shoved you into the washing machine, Charlie. It was awful scary. I just had to get you out. Oh, Thomas, you're so brave to try and rescue me, she squeezed his hand. You little sweetheart. What? Squealed Thomas, quite shocked. Rescue you, not you, silly. My brand new man new jersey. I was afraid it would get wrecked. It was horrible. And he shivered. <laughs> Charlie chuckled and tucked him in. Night, night. Sleep well, little horror, she said, as she closed the bedroom door. Night, night, Charlie, he said as he cuddled down. Hey, bodyguard. Thomas chuckled sleepily. Do you know what's funny? I don't even have a man new jersey. Why would I? I'm a Liverpool supporter. <laughs>